Welcome to the Entrepreneur Ride Along Podcast, where you follow along with Jake and guest entrepreneurs on the journey of starting, building, and scaling real businesses. Take a look behind the scenes at the good, the bad, the sales, the expenses, and the strategies of each business to learn how you can start and scale your own business. Here's your host, Jake Lang. Hello and welcome back to the Entrepreneur Ride Along Podcast. Today's episode, I'm breaking down an income report for my websites and my blogs. Income report from quarter two of 2021. This is something I do every quarter. I publish my income reports over at theentrepreneurridealong.com slash income reports. It's all one word, income reports. Just something I do to show what my businesses are doing, the progress I'm making, the moves I'm making, the mistakes I'm making, so that other entrepreneurs can follow along with me. So quarter two, this is for the months of April and May. It was only two months in this quarter. I go by taxable quarters. So after I pay my taxes, I then produce my income reports. So April and May of 2021 is what this podcast is about. So let's take a look. I'm just going to give you a high-level overview of how things went during this quarter. So looking at all of my businesses combined, that's three businesses that are generating revenue at the moment. Associate PI, my business selling online courses in the insurance industry. Pomsky Owners Association, a blog about the Pomsky dog breed, and the Entrepreneur Ride Along, where you are listening to this podcast, which is a coaching business, and I sell online courses to help entrepreneurs. In total, those three businesses combined brought in over $11,000 in revenue this month, or this quarter, I should say, $7,384 in revenue in April, and $4,419 in May. The breakdown there for the three businesses was looks like about six to seven thousand dollars from Associate API, my insurance business, about four thousand dollars from Pomsky. Looking at, I had a really big month in April for Pomsky, three thousand eight hundred from the Pomsky website, and May for Pomsky is one thousand seven hundred. So total there is about five to six thousand dollars from the Pomsky business. And this quarter, I only made one hundred and two dollars from the Entrepreneur Ride Along. Just $102 over the course of two months, but that was to be expected. I really pulled back from this business during the past couple of months, focusing on other projects. One of them being a book that I just published, published in September of 2021. You can see that at steponebook.com. So that's been my my past couple of months has been writing that book, which is why I didn't do as much coaching or hands-on, selling my courses, coaching, group coaching, which is why the profit is so low for the entrepreneur ride-along. Talking expenses for the quarter, expenses totaled $2,667, which means my overall profit for the quarter was $9,135. So you can see profit margin is really high. Didn't really have many expenses this quarter other than paying my virtual assistants to help out with some tasks and just paying for some software programs that I use. So the two big expenses were I paid $304 over the quarter for my virtual assistants. I have a team of four assistants that help out with various tasks on uh, website maintenance, upkeep, data entry. So it was about 150 per month just for various tasks, social media posting that the virtual assistants that I hired helped me out with. The biggest biggest expense was from Thinkific, the online course platform. I paid $468 for an annual subscription of Thinkific, which this quarter I just migrated all of my online courses over from the WPLMS WordPress theme, which is where I used to host my insurance online courses. I moved all those over to Thinkific and it was well worth the money. So I expect to pay that on an annual subscription every year. 
So those are the big expenses, not a ton of expenses this quarter. I pay pretty much everything on an annual basis, all of my subscriptions. So I'll get hit once in a while with these big annual one-time payments like I did here with Thinkific. But other than that, no really big variable expenses this quarter. So let's start looking business by business, what happened and what went right, what went wrong. First, let's talk about Associate PI. This was my worst quarter of performance for this business since 2017. Back in 2016, 2017 is when I started regularly hitting $4,000 to $5,000 per month in profit and income from this business. Sometimes it's up to $7,000, $8,000. The best month I think was around $11,000 for this business. So it's got potential. And that's talking monthly. This quarter alone, so two months combined, only $6,151 in revenue from Associate PI. And that is a major red flag. That's bad. This used to be an automatic, I don't do anything, I don't even touch this website. It just brings in 5,000 per month and goes straight into my bank account. So something's going wrong here. And I took a look into what was going wrong because it was big, big red flag for me. What am I doing wrong here? What can I do to improve that performance? And the answer, three big things. One, in April, I switched my website. I, I totally changed my website. As I mentioned, I went from the WPLMS uh, WordPress theme I switched my WordPress theme over to Thrive Themes, which I love Thrive Themes. It's amazing, but I definitely did something wrong. Not necessarily did something wrong, but the structure is just different. And I tweaked things and optimized things to what I thought would improve performance. But the bounce rate of my website on some of my biggest blogs, my pages, my homepage went up 20 to 30% on some pages. So bounce rate means Somebody, a new visitor landed on my page and then they leave the page without interacting or doing anything. So they, they leave the page or, or they bounce basically. They're not staying on my website, using my content and buying my courses. So some of my best pages are at a 70 to 80% bounce rate, meaning 80% of the people that read that blog or visit my homepage are leaving right away. They're not clicking to see my products and services that I offer. That's bad. And that is because of the changes that I made to my website. Well, I suspect I'm still analyzing and still looking at it. I haven't made any major tweaks yet, but that is a big suspicion of mine is that this change that I made, I made something too confusing for people. They can't find the information that they need right away, so they're leaving my website right away. Second, as I mentioned, I migrated all of my courses that used to be hosted on my own website. I hosted them, I, I moved them from my WordPress website over to Thinkific. And the platform's amazing. The, the platform looks so much better. It runs much more smoothly. But my suspicion is that it's confusing because... You go from my website, associatepi.com, and when you click to buy the course or check out the course, it takes you over to associatepi.thinkific.com. It's a different website, and I think it's kind of freaking people out. Additionally, the checkout process is a little more confusing because you now have to create an account on Thinkific. So you're creating an account under a new and unusual platform. It's not my website. Even though it's all branded like my website, it has my associate PI name in the URL, you can still tell that it's Thinkific. It's a new course platform. And the checkout process is a little clunky. Instead of my seamless process that I used to have because I customized it, I did a bunch of custom coding, and I worked with a web designer to, to make the process as seamless as possible when I was selling the courses on my website. At Thinkific, you got to go there, you create a, an account, you then check out, you then plug in the coupon code. It's just a, like three or four steps extra steps that you have to take that make it more confusing than when you used to buy the course on my website. I think that's hurting conversion. I can't make a definitive, I, I can't declare that definitively yet. I'm still looking at it and looking at what tweaks and changes I can make, 
I'm going to do a bunch of testing, a bunch of A-B testing and testing different processes of checkout. But that's my suspicion is that is hurting the conversion rate of my courses. And the third and final reason, which is the biggest reason, is that when I made tweaks to my website, I broke the website. And for weeks at a time without me noticing, people could not download my free practice exam, my lead magnet opt-in. Basically, people were not joining my email list because my website was broken. For some reason, whatever I did when I made a bunch of changes to my website, which I tend to do, and oftentimes I do break my website, which is why I pay for some advanced hosting and I pay for my host to help me out with WordPress errors like this. I did something that made it for any page on my website. So so not my blog post, my blog posts were working fine. So I was still getting traffic to my website, which is why I didn't notice this right away because I checked Google Analytics and it showed that my traffic was there. I just wasn't getting sales. I couldn't figure out why. I noticed it because I was like, man, my, my email subscribers are way down. Like people are not joining my email list. What's up? So I, I went on my website. I was checking it. I clicked to download my practice exam. It would take me to a page where I can type in my email and get a free practice exam for these online courses. And the page wasn't working. It would give me a 404 error and just said page not there, page not found. All of my pages on WordPress, there's pages and there's post. The post is a blog post. The page is like your homepage, your sales page, things like that. Anything identified as a page on WordPress was giving a 404 error. So people weren't seeing my sales page. They weren't seeing my practice exam opt-in page. And it was like this for weeks that they couldn't access this content to join my email list and buy my courses. But I was still getting sales. So it didn't really like trigger a red flag for me until I went and tested the website because the sales were coming from my email list. I have about 6,000 people on my email list for this specific business. And all of my sales come from my email list. It's all email marketing. And I was still getting sales from those existing 6,000 people. Just not, a, just not as many as I usually do. So if you think about it, I'd say, I'd say maybe on a given month, I can say half my sales come from people that are already existing on my email list that have been there for a while. And then it takes them a couple of months to buy a course. Other half, I would say, are, are new people that sign up and within a week they buy my course. I, I would actually say more than half. Most of the people sign up right away. They get my most important content. They really love my content. They digest all the value and they want to take their exam right away. So they buy my course right away. So because of this 404 error, those new people weren't joining my email list. So my email subscribers tanked. It, it, I was getting almost no new subscribers on a monthly basis, which means those sales that I usually see were not coming in from those new people joining my list because my website was broken. So those three things combined, the new website, migrating to Thinkific, and really just interrupting the flow of how my website has been being run for the past five years, and breaking the website with the 404 page, people not able to join my email list, those couple of things combined, that is really affecting Associate PI. It's something I'm focusing on. That's why the revenue is so low this month. Traffic is still good. I'm not seeing a drop in traffic, but email subscribers and conversion, all of that has dropped. So big, big focus for me. Going forward towards the end of the year, last two quarters, I'm really focusing on Associate PI. My goal is get that back to 5000 per month in income, recurring passive revenue. It used to just be automatic, so let's get it back to that level of at least 5000 per month. And you'll hear all about that in future income reports, and I'll be sure to record a whole series about what's working and what's not as I scale this website back to normal. So let's look at the next website, Pomsky Owners Association. That's a website where I offer training content and materials for 
the Pomsky dog breed, basically how to train this type of dog, got a book, some affiliate, and a membership. And so that website brought in $5,593 in quarter two, so a little over $2,500 per month. The big thing was in April, actually, I generated $2,445 just from membership sales. Now, normally memberships, it just recurring every month, it grows a little bit. My memberships are anywhere from $20 per month to $40 per month, so it climbs a little bit here and there as new members join and a couple of members drop every single month. It's usually right at around a threat, right around $1,000 in monthly recurring revenue, so that's MRR for you membership nerds out there. This month, as I said, $2,445, so a big jump, an extra $1,500 in membership revenue this month because I booked about six new annual memberships. My annual memberships sell for anywhere from 200 to 400 depending on the plan that they choose. So I got six new ones. That that brought in the extra 2,400-ish. I pushed it really hard. I set up this whole marketing channel and a whole series of marketing emails for the entire month of April. And it actually probably started in March heading into April. There's three or four emails that I was just really pushing annual memberships. Hey, you can save. You basically get two months free if you sign up for annual. Now's the time to do it. Here's all the promotions that are coming this year. Basically, sign up now, save a bunch of money, get access to all the stuff that I'm publishing about the Pomsky this year and all these changes that I'm making to the membership. And so six annual sales rolled in in April, and I can look forward to that now every single April because that's when these annual memberships are going to hit. The next April, I can look forward to another $2,500 rolling in plus all the extra members that I get by next April. So that's the beauty of the membership platform is just that revenue keeps rolling in automatically. Other revenue streams here, uh, affiliates and books. Book has been selling like crazy. It's the best-selling Pomsky training book on Amazon. That brings in four, five, six hundred dollars per month. So this quarter, right around five hundred dollars per month from book revenue. The audiobook continues to do well. I published that last year. You guys probably heard about that on a past income report podcast. That continues to be right around 100, 200 per month in audiobook sales. Affiliate sales from Amazon and from a dog training. I, I recommend a dog trainer, an online dog trainer, and I get a 20% commission every time somebody buys this dog training membership from somebody else's business. It's an affiliate relationship. And I also recommend a bunch of dog toys, dog treats, and all that stuff on Amazon. So those two combined have been very profitable for me. I'm talking six, $700 per month, pretty much automatic. So April was about $700 from affiliate sales. May was about $400 from affiliate sales. So a little lower in May than I had expected. That's because I wasn't pushing so much sales in May because I was really pushing annual memberships and I did a lot of affiliate blogs that I was posting in April that May I kind of cooled off a little and did a lot of value emails and trying to provide value and grow the subscribers rather than hammering sales. So that's why the affiliates affiliate sales weren't as high as usual. And so that's all the revenue from Pomsky Owners Association. Those couple of revenue streams, I do a bunch of different variety of revenue streams. Each of them are pretty profitable. A couple hundred here, a couple hundred there. So that's how I was able to hit a revenue level of 5,500 for quarter two. And lastly, the last business, the entrepreneur ride along where you are listening to this. As I mentioned, I'm kind of going to skip over this, but it's only a hundred dollars, $102 actually in revenue from quarter two. That's because I just announced that I was at at the time in March and April, I launched the pre-sale for my book, step one over at step one book.com now published now on Amazon. It actually hit the number two 
it became the number two bestseller in the e-commerce category upon launch and hit number one in a couple other categories as a new book release hit the number one in the month of September. So that was great. The, the book launch went great, but that means my entire focus was selling a book, which isn't incredibly profitable, especially when you were spending all that time writing. So March and April, I was pre-selling it. I put it out there, $10 per sale. Anybody wants to buy it. I haven't even written a single word yet, but if you buy it, it's only $10. You get access to all the chapters. You get to be part of the writing process. You get to provide feedback. You get all these perks for being one of the first people to sign up. So I sold about 10 to 15 copies on the pre-sale, which validated the idea. People bought it before I wrote it, which meant that people liked the idea. They wanted this book. So I knew that I could then turn around and sell it to other people because I knew there was a larger group out there that would be interested in this topic in this book. So that validated the idea and confirmed that, yes, I should go ahead and write this book because it will help my audience and my subscribers. So that $100 in revenue, that was all from pre-selling this book and putting it out there and getting people to buy this book. But because of that, that meant I wasn't doing a lot of coaching, no group coaching, not pushing online courses or anything like that. So almost no revenue from this business for the month. But that is quickly changing now that the book is live and out there and feeding into my marketing channel for other products and services. So well worth it, long-term investment. I loved writing, had a blast doing it, but just not profitable at the moment. But it's going to be a long-term profit-generating asset. So it was the right strategic move for this business. So that does it. That's the quarter two income report. Again, totaling $11,803 in revenue for quarter two of 2021. Along with that, $2,667 in expenses for a profit of $9,135. And all of that profit goes right into my bank account, so I continue to pay myself a minimum of $4,000 per month in profit, which has been my goal after I quit my job in April of 2021. Actually, I didn't even mention that. That was a, a big part of quarter two. I'm recording this in the future. I'm, I'm recording it current day, so I'm looking back at quarter two of 2021. But that was a big change. I, I should have mentioned that. It's, it's in the income report blog over at theentrepreneurridealong.com slash income reports. But I quit my job in April, took on entrepreneurship full-time. My goal was $45,000 minimum into my bank account every single month. And I've, I've met that and surpassed that every single month so far. So that is the minimum goal that I'm trying to meet. And that is why I desperately need to focus on Associate PI, get that back to a minimum of $5,000 in profit every single month so I can continue to meet that goal going forward now that I am a full-time entrepreneur. So that does it for this episode of the Entrepreneur Ride Along Podcast. Thank you for listening. I will catch you all on the next episode.